the nerds need to be stopped. He's such a troll. He really is. Like, if I had Twitter, I would be this annoying. And he trains all of these other wizard aliens how to <laughs> jujitsu. I'm Bridget Fetissey, and this is your dumpster fire for the week of June 24th to July 1st. And the year is over. Woo! And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns. You have failed at all of your goals. <laughs> Just give up now. Just kidding. If that's the kind of motivation, kick-ass motivation that you needed to realize that you have six months to actualize all of those intentions that you set on January 1st, I'm here for you. And you know where else we're here for you? In the community at Phetasy.com, where you can do workouts with me as a, a lady, of course, and you can make new friends. We have tons of people who have met and are real life friends now in that community and they hang out and go skiing together and it's awesome. And you can also join us for writing prompts and most importantly, the unedited version of Dumpster Fire, which we release every Saturday before we drop our edited version online for free on Sundays. So join us in there. It's the best way to support this show, fetacy.com. You can subscribe for the year or a month, and it really does make a difference to us. So sign up now, and while you're at it, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons, tell all your friends about us, because that is truly the way we grow our little tiny audience that could. We have a new category. A submersible for every billionaire. I feel like that is inappropriate. Is it too soon to joke about this? People were joking about it before they even died. This is the meme culture that we live in. People, well, actually, I guess they were probably already dead. It was before they knew people did before we knew they were dead, other than the US Navy, who probably knew days before we found out. Before we even knew they were dead, people were making memes about this and they were cheering. Look, we're all for mocking the billionaires around here because, you know, we just want to be billionaires. I'm not a billionaire anymore, Richard. I'm a 986-unaire, which isn't even a fucking thing. But we don't wish them all dead. I feel like that's a little bit callous. And there's a whole politics of envy happening, which is very interesting to me because it's mostly billionaires who are weaponizing envy to make people hate billionaires so that they can be richer. I've stumbled onto a major company conspiracy, Mac. How about that for stress? You're being tricked. You're being tricked. They're taking these policies and they're going to use them to enrich themselves. It's like inflation, how they were like, oh, all these people, we're going to give you all these free handouts. And a lot of people who know better, like Carol Roth, were like, don't take the money. You're going to be paying for it. And now here we are. Inflation is insane. And it's just really a tax on us, the poor. Well, the billionaires move that money up the ladder. <laughs> so be careful where your envy leads you, folks. I'll tell you where it's not going to lead you, probably into a submersible to go see the Titanic. 
These are just billionaires doing billionaire things. I loved all the people who were like, oh, these idiots. Look at these dum-dums. They're in a submersible that looks like it was put together by a meth head at a scrapyard. And we would never do something that stupid. All these dum-dums. You guys, you die during the Tide Pod Challenge. The Tide Pods are soap, and that's not food. People die taking selfies every year, and you act like you're above dying in a janky submersible that go. This is like the dumpster fire of submersibles. Uh-huh. It really <laughs> Truly. is. When you learn about the submersible, you're like, wow, they really just gave zero shit had no respect for the ocean and the power of it. We have less knowledge of the deep sea than we do of space. And these people got in this thing. It was like a tin can. It's so, it's ridiculous. Titanic has collected a few more souls. (laughs) But it was crazy to watch everybody cheering this on. Everyone was Bernie Sanders for a moment in time. (laughs) Every billionaire thinks they can just go see the Titanic. And this is why we need to tax the 1%. We are not going to let them get away with these shenanigans. That's my Bernie Sanders. That's actually a really good (laughs) Bernie Sanders impression. As a future billionaire, I give you permission to laugh at my ridiculous death. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Russia so Russian. Russia had a 36-hour coup. In between shooting our last dumpster fire and launching it, there was a whole entire Russian-ass coup. It was basically the most Russian thing ever. You can't get more Russian than your own personal chef. (laughs) (laughs) Who also turns out to be the head of your paramilitary arm. I'm just a cook. That was created in order to create some plausible deniability for the wars you're waging and human atrocities in Africa than this whole shit show. And essentially, Prigozhin, he's definitely eaten human flesh and probably served it to some of Putin's enemies in the past. <laughs> but he started marching on Moscow. It was very touch and go. And everybody, everyone thinks they know what's going to happen in these instances. And everyone somehow in America loves to make it about them and how this is going to like it's so American centric. And people are like, well, we're involved in Ukraine and we got to But you still, Mr. XYZ pundit who's like 27 years old, you really don't know about any of this and certainly not Russian intrapolitics. So don't pretend you do. It's so annoying. I at least know I don't know about which is where we should all start our day. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like you'd never know what's going to happen when armies are on the move. And it's like, oh, is it going to be a civil war? Are we going to watch Putin kill his own people? Or is it going to just fizzle out because the leader of Belarus negotiates some kind of peace talk and essentially all of the Moscow FSB threatens the lives of all of the family members of the people marching on Moscow? And they're like, "Mm, never mind, we'll turn around. So, yeah, they're going to dissolve the Wagner group. Wagner sounds very Nazi-esque. And when you find out that it's named after Hitler's favorite composer. 
It starts to make a lot of sense. <laughs> and he, Prigozhin, Prigozhin, is going to go live in Belarus. And eventually he'll probably get pushed off a balcony at some point or poisoned. It was nuts for a minute. For and a then minute. it was over. Yep. Like it was their own insurrection. And Putin was like, I really don't want to have to murder all your families. So maybe, maybe <laughs> chill the f*** out. <laughs> See, they know how to resolve their differences in Russia. (laughs) My nemesis is at it again. Elon Musk says cis and cisgender are considered slurs on Twitter. (laughs) He is the ultimate troll. I will say that. And he makes a good point. But Elon, can we add turf to the list? They literally tweet things like kill all turfs, shoot turfs in the face. All turfs must die. And slur it all over the place. No one cares about us people being called TERFs online. Cis TERFs. <laughs> I just love that he added that to the list. He's such a troll. He really is. Like, if I had Twitter, I would be this annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you respect it. You respect I do. Annoying. I respect his tactics. Because he's so annoying. And he's a mercurial billionaire. He can do whatever he wants. Like, wakes up, reads a think piece. Someone calls him sis. And and he sees it 12 times in his mentions. And he's like, you know what? I'm making that a slur. Targeted (laughs) harassment. And then someone wrote a big, long piece about how, actually, it is a slur because it forces people into agreeing with the ideology that there's more than one gender soul that could exist in one's body. Somebody explained it like, it's like saying, you would never say, can I have a caffeinated coffee? And it's it's all the other things like decaf that are different than right. coffee. It's, it's like forcing <laughs> someone to accept your premise of yeah. gender identity just by them by, calling you that, by accepting, yeah, by accepting that accepting term. That. And I refuse to accept it along with Elon. It's a slur if I say so. But also you're kind of a dork if you think it's a slur. <laughs> Have you seen the shit they're saying on your website, Elon Musk? It's There's a lot worse. I've seen them call my Jewish friends the most horrific names and threaten to put them in ovens. And you're like, mm, we're going to make sis a slur. There's way worse things going on on that website. Maybe get your shit together. But I will say... After an eight-year losing streak, the straights are making a comeback. Straight pride parade. We think it's great to be straight. They're like, we're coming in, <laughs> folks. Uh, and then we have Mark Zuckerberg accepted Elon's offer to fight in a cage. Good Lord. I mean, we. why? How much proof do we need that we're living in an actual simulation run by these freaking clowns? And now they're like, let's slap fight for the p- the pores. <laughs> Ow, stop it. Kyle, that's too hard. <laughs> we need to give them a little entertainment. Are, are they just going to bitch slap each other? Are they really? And then, of course, Lex Friedman, who's like definitely AI. And he trains all of these other wizard aliens how to <laughs> jujitsu. <laughs> As you can see, I'm vying for a place next to Joe Rogan announcing the next MMA fight. (laughs) (laughs) I am excellent at this kind of (laughs) commentary. (laughs) Commentary. (laughs) I am going to definitely do some commentary on the slap fight between the two aliens who run our simulation. (laughs) 
And Elon's got some advantage because I you can't tell from this, but he's tall. <laughs> Mark choked Lex out when they were training, and then he, Lex gave Elon some training. And it seems like there's I don't know. Elon's mom tried to shut it down, but that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. There were a bunch of articles being like, his mommy says no. Mommy says I can't slap fight with Marky. (laughs) I don't know. Have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? He seems like he's into some weird (laughs) (laughs) shit. But they're both trained in jujitsu, apparently. So that's what this fight will be. This is the way we do find out they're both aliens. I mean, how can we deny aliens exist at this point when this is our reality? Are they just going to fight for supremacy over the Internet? Is it like, what's the wager here? Is it one ring to rule them all? Do they whoever wins gets the other person's social media empire? Rich get richer. Larry Fink says the term ESG has been ruined by Ron DeSantis, and now he's ashamed to be part of the debate. Larry Fink is the best name for probably one of the biggest villains. He's the head of BlackRock, manages more wealth than anyone in the world, is literally the godfather of this ESG scam, which it is. It's a racketeering operation. And if you don't understand it, you should seek out people who can explain it, like James Lindsay or Carol Roth in her new book, You Will Own Nothing. And he's just mad that everybody's on to his little scam. So he got mad and said it was politicized. Bro, you politicized it. When you have social justice as one of the things that corporations and companies need to hit in order to get any investment money, which is essentially what ESG is, it's a social credit score that corporations are judged by in order to get investment money. And that's what they encourage these investment capital companies to judge these other corporations by these scores that are scored by places like the human rights campaign. It's so shady and it's not as complicated as people make it out to be, but it's a rabbit hole that if you go down, good luck ever looking at anything the same way again. Welcome to the desert. It's really just a way of controlling where the money flows. That's the simplest way to explain it. It's like saying I'm not going to take part in politicizing the Republican Party. You made this up and it's political. You have so it's environmental social justice in parentheses and governance scores. And it's all about diversity, equity, inclusion, all of these things that are highly political that you've made. Now you're like, what, what, what? I'm not getting involved in this. This is embarrassing. It's been politicized by guys like Ron DeSantis who are saying, get this out of our state. We're not going to play by these rules. It's now going to be pivoted. He's not changing anything. He's just mad at the way it's been branded and mad that people are onto him. And so now look for terms like conscious capitalism or ethical greed. (laughs) (laughs) Or artisanal mining, which is actually a term. A side note, can we come up with another term other than artisanal mining? It sounds like a freaking craft beer that you make in Portland. I'm a white guy in my 20s. I'll give it a try. This is small children mining by hand in like pits 
that are poison. And you're like, hmm, let's go check out some small batch mining. (laughs) The only thing you really need to know about ESG is that it's a scam. And you should familiarize yourself with it and push back against it wherever you can. Even if it's just saying ESG is a scam. Elon, one of the few great things he has done, has brought a lot of awareness to this because they've come after him. Somehow, like, tobacco companies have higher ESG scores than, like, Tesla. Make sense of that for me, please. You can't because it's a racket. It's a total exploitation racket. Now let's check the weather with Yuvia Carrillo. Esperamos cielos completamente despejados, las temperaturas mínimas oscilan entre los 21 a los 22 grados y las máximas se van a elevar entre los 32 y 33 grados centígrados y ya para... Thank you, Yuvia. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons, and tell all your friends about the dumpster fire that burns in your heart. And burn silently on YouTube where no one knows we exist. Moving on to Eunuch Maker. Taylor Swift declined a personal invitation to be on Meghan Markle's podcast. As Better Fetacy said, that's two queens that have rejected Meghan. hey <laughs> That's a great joke. Uh-huh. Apparently, Meghan wrote her like a personal letter to invite her to be on the podcast and she and said be like no. hey my audio producer will be doing this sweet interview <laughs> megan probably would have deigned to interview taylor herself what goes into that calculation that taylor said no yeah normally you'd be like yeah sure a literal princess wants to interview me and she's like mm, her brand is taking some fucking hits have you seen that south park no <laughs> it's so awesome to pay heads great embarrassing then we have Meghan Markle was labeled not a great talent by a top Hollywood agent after their Spotify deal ended. This is an industry that has lifted more talentless pieces of shit than any industry in the world other than probably tech. Thank you. And TikTok and YouTube. <laughs> you need a little bit of talent to try and break through a little bit. And in Hollywood, if you have a name, generally you can get uplifted. The fact that these agents and producers are coming out and just slamming this woman means she's probably a bitch. Usually this only happens when someone's a bitch and everyone can safely vouch for that. Like absolutely a nightmare to deal with. Yeah, nightmare diva doesn't. And it's weird that they're all coming. It's strange they're all coming out and doing this. It's really not normal Hollywood behavior. You don't normally hear from producers and agents like CEOs of UTA, which is a huge agency coming out and and blasting the former princess or whatever she considers herself. It, it really goes to show you what a hit their brand is. This is not, they must be in crisis mode. I don't even know how you recover from this. It's one thing to have South Park, but then to have like all of these big head people coming, I, they must've cost them a lot of money when they're done with you. They'll just toss you aside in this industry. Everyone knows that, but they must've cost people money. Yeah. Like a lot of money. They usually don't talk publicly like big people. They could lose their jobs over over making comments like this. Like but usually the producers the money. and agents don't say a word like this. 
I think really it comes down to the fact that everyone read Harry's book and decided he was a little bitch. (laughs) And now they can bully him. This is what happens. Just whining and complaining. People are like, whatever, dude, you were a prince. You were a prince, but also you were in the military and you were kind of a stud. Uh Uh-huh. And now you're just this cuck. It should have just been called cuck. (laughs) (laughs) Or the it should be called cuck, the making of a unit. (laughs) And it's really just Meghan Markle on the cover. (laughs) Or that picture of the two of them where it looks like he's checking her length. (laughs) That was the, that was, that meme destroyed them. That was the, that was the beginning of the end for them. And they didn't see it. They didn't see Uh, it. This looks like he's her hairdresser. (laughs) He's asking her how her lairs look. Because of the way it was, oh, it was so good. And that was the beginning of the end. Uh Uh-huh. If you would have watched Dumpster Fire, you would have known their downfall was coming a long time ago. We were making fun of them back when their freaking podcast was losing to White Gladys and her whale songs. <laughs> I think it was partially us constantly mocking them that led to their sad, sad state of affairs. Well, another one of your epic jingles. There's a hole in the castle where the brother once stood. (laughs) Somebody's making money, Megan. There's a hole in the castle where the brother once stood. Somebody's making money. (laughs) Not them anymore. (laughs) Get wrecked, Big Tech. The U.S. approves lab-grown chicken meat. (laughs) even just saying that. Look, I'm bringing everyone's attention to this because I'm not exactly sure what the laws are and Europe is really good about this stuff. They'll say if it's genetically engineered or GMO, genetically modified, you either can't have it or you need to have it labeled as such so you get to decide if you're going to eat the lab chicken. (laughs) We should have a right as citizens to know when our chicken is lab grown or our salmon is lab grown or whatever and decide if we want to put that weird Frankenstein shit in our bodies because I promise you it's turning the frogs gay. Turn the freaking frogs gay. And now let's go to our special correspondent and dumpster fire fan favorite, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Sammy? Thank you, Bridget. We don't really know how any of this is going to be sold or packaged, if it's going to be labeled or not, but the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is pushing the FDA that they need to label it as lab-grown. You can't call it beef. And I agree with them, and I think we all need to kind of push for this, because if you're going to get something that's going to be claimed to be chicken, and then you find out the base product is soy and wheat and is grown in a test tube, you may not want it. I want my chicken clucking and free range and, like, eating worms and gross stuff like that. I want my cows mooing and eating grass. I want them grass-fed, grass-finished. This is, like, lab to table. There's going to be a whole Netflix series. It's so gross, the way it sounds. I don't want this Frankenstein meat. I don't want it. I want no part in it. But I also don't want to be snuck some chicken because I probably, truthfully, wouldn't know the difference. Good meat is made from chicken cells and salt with a base of wheat and soy. So your test tube chicken is not all just chicken. That to table. It's grown in these, yes, steel tanks. 
Gross. 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 So anyway, there needs to be laws in place. And this is something I feel like we can probably do. We can probably locally and on a state level make sure that we're pushing back. Of course, it's two companies that are doing this. And of course, the un I didn't see this coming, but Bill Gates, the villain of all of our time, is behind one or if not both of these companies invested in them. Why does Mr. Gates have to be involved? I know you're shocked. The guy who blasts Chuck at the sun now wants us to eat lab meat. Ew, God, that guy. He needs to, the nerds need to be stopped. (laughs) They got too far. We let them have too much power. This is what happens. My folds are flapping right now. I am just furious. I miss you guys. Back to you, Bridget. Thank you, Sammy. We miss you. You know the company that makes fake embryos is going to end up making fake meat and it's all going to get jumbled. This is how you get zombies. This is how you get weird tissue that you eat that's lab grown and then you die and the tissue keeps growing. (laughs) This is what's coming, folks. A zombie apocalypse. Moving on to another conspiracy theory we can get behind. These are out in the open conspiracies. They're not conspiracies. An ex-intelligence officer claims that the U.S. has UFOs of non-human origin. Folks, I feel like they keep trying to tell us they're aliens and we're not giving them the shocked and appalled. Or this is we're just the frogs and boiling plasma vats that the aliens are going to eat. Why is nobody like what? I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. It just, they keep telling us and telling us and telling us and parading this out. I don't think that people are going to care until there's an alien spaceship over every major city on the 4th of July. I'm sorry. Yeah. You've, you have burned out the population on this. It was a fun, or until like an alien walks down mid-city Manhattan and kills a few people. <laughs> Because they've said they've found these spaceships with the pilots dead inside. What were the pilots? Uh-huh. I know. This is like a slow rollout that just allows everyone to for ignore it. Yeah. A slow boil, a slow rollout for decades. It's like, we'll make movies about this. We'll make it seem like it could be so much worse. And then we'll slow roll all of the alien stuff that we have, which everyone knew. I need to go to, like in Joshua Tree, there's that alien convention. I need to go to that because these people must be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> The actual people who have been saying, dude, we know we were abducted by these aliens. Were they abducted? Why does everyone have the same picture of these aliens? Why haven't we listened to the alien people? And we're still not listening to them. I bet they're like, we told you. We've been telling you. And no one, still no one is listening. Or they're listening and they're like, man, they're aliens. Anyway. Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? (laughs) That was me throwing my pizza. There's a pizza related story. New York City rules to reduce wood fire pizza emissions by 75%. New Yorkers have lost their edge. That's really what this title should be. 
I love how this was like, oh, it's a conspiracy. They're not coming for your gas stoves. They're not coming for the your wood fire. How about China with their industrial freaking gigantic operations? You're going to go after the mom and pop wood pizza person in New York City, which is known for its f***ing pizza? That's what you're going to f***ing do to us now? Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, Here's my theory. And I came to this theory when I recently had to fly pleb. All of this started when they made us and convinced us to take our shoes off in a public place. I just need to check inside your asshole. <laughs> this is how you demoralize and just slowly, completely control a population. And it starts with little things like this. Oh, we're going to take away your sunscreen. It's the fucking TSA. That's where it all started. Oh, we're going to take away. You're going to have to take your shoes off in an airport and walk through an x-ray and stand like this and not think it's going to just beat you down just that, that <laughs> much every time when you put your shoes on like a fucking schlep. After you took your dirty feet through thousands of people walked through after they walked in dog poop and urine and cat piss at their gross apartments. And now you're going to put your shoes on and then they're going to take your pizza, wood fired pizza away. And slowly but slowly, they're going to erode in that sense of American Americanness. <laughs> what happened to you, New York? You pansy soy boys are going to let them take your fucking pizza ovens? <laughs> you associate pizza with New York. There's nothing more New York than an attitude and pizza, clearly both of which have been lost. I can't believe this shit. Uh, are they going to replace it with lab-grown pizza? <laughs> then we have the world's orcas are acting strange. They're attacking boats and gathering in large numbers. I guess this all started with White Gladys. An orca who was pregnant and apparently had to run in with a boat. And then she got her army of orcas all riled up. And now they're rioting from coast to coast. And they start, they've started taking on yachts and bashing into them and overturning boats. And it's spreading northward into different pods. It's, I mean, these things are pretty smart. I don't know what, I don't know. It's an orca uprising. It's an it is an uprising, and maybe they're the aliens. I bet if you look in these, you're going to see a picture of the UFOs, remains of the pilots, and it's going to be orcas. <laughs> I feel like South Park did something about this, where it was like the dolphins or whatever. Dolphin and whale. White Gladys is quite a name. She sounds like someone who would challenge Lizzo for pop queen supremacy. Because, bitch, I'm winning, ho. Breaking Bridget. Leah Thomas claims transphobics are using feminism to hide their hateful beliefs. Transphobics. First of all. The patriarchy's so crafty, a man will define what feminism is. Are you f***ing kidding me? The absolute audacity. This person has... The audacity of a mediocre male with just an open lane their whole life. You're going to freaking tell me 
what feminism is. You're going to tell women what feminist this the pa- the patriarchy is real. I didn't believe in it. I thought it was a bullshit feminist thing. I thought they were overblowing it. Now I am all in. I'm a radical feminist. What the fuck? How is this person just strolling around daring to tell feminists what freaking feminism is? You're a dude. I'm sorry, you're a dude. It is not transphobic for people to point out that you, you this is the fucking slippery slope shit with the transgender stuff that I, this is my line in the sand. I will call you a, a trans woman. I will call you by your name. I will even be polite and use your pronouns, but I will not. Get on board with the idea that trans women are women. I'm not going to validate the idea that you aren't a biological man. You do have advantages. The Riley Gaines testimony about being in the freaking dressing room with Leah Thomas is upsetting to me because how is it that we're teaching our girls in particular that they just need to put their feelings of safety and put all of their gut instincts about maybe this is a creep or maybe this is a predator or maybe this is somebody who has ulterior motives aside for a man. What have we gone fucking backwards? Is this the 1940s? I don't like this shit makes me insane. This is not something that we should just force on women to be accepting of and children. I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. I, you can call me transphobic. You can call me a turf. You can call me whatever slurs you want. This is not okay. You should not be training people not to trust their instincts, especially women, but women and men. And you should not be putting women in a situation where they need to validate one man's feelings over all of theirs. Am I fucking? crazy have i lost my mind am i am i tell me in the comments am i the am i just like an old yelling get off my lawn i want to know because i don't understand how this has even got this far no and it's because people aren't saying anything grow a f-ing pair people grow a pair of leah thomas balls and you might see a bulger too and have the confidence to walk around and say Things that you believe, like you shouldn't be allowed in a female dressing room. It's so crazy to me. It's so crazy that you demand all these safe spaces and then you don't have a safe space for women anywhere anymore. Men have just demanded access to them everywhere. Are you fucking? I'm spitting. That's how mad. Are you kidding me right now? People are on board with this. People I know and love will defend this. They'll say that I'm a bigot for saying that men, biological men, shouldn't have access to female spaces. I'm, I feel like a crazy person. I get so, I mean, this shit makes me like enraged. It's maddening. I'm sitting here being like, preach, sister! (laughs) How? I'm with JK Rowling. Like, what happened? Good for her. For fighting, she she just has taken this up as a fight because it's gone too far. We need to stop. You don't, you can still protect women's spaces and also have respect and dig and have respect and dignity for trans people. 
but not when they're demand. Like there was this video of this woman who was a former LGBTQ ally and a former trans rights activist. And she was she was saying, like, protect women, stop women erasure. And this mob beat her like they lost their mind at a pride thing. And they were beating her and hitting her. I'm like, what is going on this is insane she's like stop touching me stop touching me and they're they're hitting her and slapping her what what are you this is the madness of crowds douglas murray wrote about this it's like they lose their mind when they're in a group together too it's misogyny in a dress this is patriarchy i literally get text messages every day from people just saying patriarchy so crafty my friend texted me the other day it said patriarchy so crafty he's like that's my favorite thing ever i said what reminded you of that and he said everything like yeah yeah they're making a comeback they had 50 years where they were on the ropes and now they figured out how to scamper their way up to the top of the heap <sighs> <sighs> I have a daughter now, too. This It's not, like, theoretical. I was mad about this before I even had a kid because it does affect all women. But now that I have a daughter and I see how innocent she is and young and I'm like, I don't want to go into a public bathroom and have to worry about this shit. I have to carry a knife with me everywhere I go. I'm so sketched out. Like, who among us thinks that that's a good idea? Like a predator isn't going to take advantage of this yeah. and that society is going to tell her to stifle her instinct. I grew up with the gift of fear generation and it was like, get out. You feel uncomfortable, you leave. You don't question it. You don't worry about being polite. You don't worry about make, hurting someone's feelings. Now it's like, oh, oh, we all have to tiptoe around this person because they're the, the god of our locker room. Like, our, no, no, no. This is the wrong message to send women and girls and boys, by the way, because it puts boys in a weird position, too. It's so wrong. This is so wrong. I mean, aside from like the mutilating of children, let's just talk about how this is an insanely bad. I don't understand it other than to, the only logical explanation is that the patriarchy is real. And that it will do anything to stay on top. I, I didn't believe it. I, I'm, I, I was a disbeliever. But I'm a convert now. Fetacy News. Join us at Fetacy.com. Check out the unedited version of this. We drop it the day before we drop the free version. So Saturdays you'll get all, all it's so much extra. And we keep a lot of jokes in for our subscribers that we know will probably trip all the wires on uh, YouTube. So you do, it's not just like me saying, oh, he's a noms. There's a lot of stuff we leave on the cutting room floor. Censor Maggie, China Maggie over here makes, keeps me protected. Also sign up for our newsletter. Look, if you can do anything at all, the best way, because I, ha I hate, I'm horrible at self-promoting. I freaking hate it. But the best way to just keep in touch with us is to sign up for our newsletter, which is bridgetfetacy.substack.com. It's free. It's If you can't do anything, that is the one thing I would appreciate you doing. We will never sell your information for money or to people. It's just so we can tell you what's going on. I appeared on Glenn Beck. I had a piece 
Why Pride Lost the Public, which, not to brag, but J.K. Rowling shared, which was actually amazing because I worked really hard on that piece. I'm doing Dr. Drew after dark this week. I'm also sitting down with Nick Gillespie from Reason. So I've got, I'm, I'm out and about, you know, I'm just making the rounds. I'm busy, I'm busy folks, but you can keep track of all of this stuff with the newsletter. And I want to thank everybody who makes this show possible. Thank you, Dave Yates, Better Fetacy, Sammy Flaps and Folds, Ben Howe for editing, writing, research, all of it. Just the funniest chat in all of America (laughs) Um, and keeping the dream here alive. And thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. For all of the things. Thank you to our audience, you, our supporters, our subscribers, our people who get on our newsletter and our mailing list, and for liking, subscribing, commenting, touching our bells and buttons, wherever they are. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for all of our audio equipment. Go support small businesses and get your stuff from Zen Pro Audio. Thank you to our sponsor, sheathunderwear.com. You can get all of your underwear needs from Sheath Underwear. The links are all in the description below for this stuff. Happy 4th, everyone. This will come out before the 4th of July. And we want you to have a safe and happy 4th of July. Just go out there. Enjoy America. We have so much. We like to laugh while the world burns. But honestly, we live in one of the greatest countries ever to exist in the history of mankind. I hope you have a great time with your family. I hope you get to relax. I hope you get some fireworks and you get to appreciate all of the great things that we have here because it's a great country and it's worth fighting for and people died for it. So let's enjoy this, our freedom. And now a palate cleanser for you after that rant. The internet is glorious. If you could have me for 24 hours, and I couldn't say no. What would we do? All right, first you're gonna trim this big tree right here. I'm gonna have you install a drip line right here. Next, we're gonna lay cement in this whole area right here. This whole section needs gravel. We're gonna remove this flooring and tile. We're also gonna tile up the wall because the beadboard is getting warped with the kids' pee. I'll have you add trim and sills all the way around all of the windows in the house. I might as well have you paint everything too while you're here. This has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of June 24th to July 1st. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich! Literally, I'm rich in spirit, though. Don't worry about that.